Hello! Ahoy! Welcome to season three of Bottom of the Stream. Here we are, back again. We're not quite here though. No. I'm I'm on a stream boat. Where are you? Uh I am also in a boat uh which looks a little bit like my daughter's playroom. <laughs> yeah, po- we're um possibly because it is. Is it definitely is? Are you yeah, sure? Yeah. I'm looking into the eyes of uh Tinkerbell. Oh, that's nice. On on the wall. <laughs> so as with everything at the minute, this is gonna be a little bit weird for us. We've never done this before. So it's all it's all a bit new. We're remotely recording each other. We can't see each other. It's weird. We are socially distancing. By, we are socially distancing. By about, I don't know, a mile and a half, something like that. Just about, yeah. Five minute drive. I miss you, man. Well, get used to it. <laughs> <laughs> so the start of season three is going to be a bit strange, but we're, we're going to try and muddle through it and we'll get there. And I'm sure, hopefully by the end of the season, we'll be back together. Well, let's hope. Let's hope. <laughs> let's hope we're not separated for that long. I'm Nick. Let's hope so. I'm Adam. And, and this, this is, is Bottom of the Stream. Season three. Boxcars were last week. How do you think the Boxcars went? Uh, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, me too. I had a lot of good feedback, so that's nice. Oh, excellent. That's always good to hear. Yeah. Uh, a lot of work went into that, so it was it was nice that people enjoyed it. I'm not going to lie. I'm in a hell of a lot of debt from renting out that theatre. Yeah. <laughs> we need to recoup some money. <laughs> and flying all those guests over to present nominations. Yeah, it was, it was hard work. But we got there and it was fun. We enjoyed it. That's uh, the main thing. Thank you for everyone who helped out. Yeah, thank you again for everybody. It was really good of you to, to join in. We had some real good fun. Should we run through the socials? Yeah, let's do it. Um, follow us on Twitter at BOTS underscore podcast. Um, follow us on Instagram at BOTS underscore podcast. Uh, the website is www.bottomofthestream.com where you'll find every episode we've ever recorded and both season stream tables. And Patreon. Join us on Patreon, please. Um, if you can spare any change that you can give to a couple of poor unfortunates that need it. Uh, patreon.com slash bottom of the stream and in return we'll give you some extra bonus episodes and some merch and things like that if we can ever go back outside again there should be a newsletter hitting your inboxes in the next couple of days of course i forgot about the newsletters yeah you get a newsletter every month which nick writes and is really fun oh thanks you have to say that i do have to say that but it's it's fun to do yeah good i'm glad you're enjoying it you've got a bit more time to do it these days yes possibly so (laughs) um if you can't spare us any cash on Patreon, then leave us a review either on Podchaser or on Apple Podcasts because it really helps things. Get in the ears of everyone and get in the the right lists and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, it really does help. So yeah, if you could do that as well or either or, that'd be great. Thank you very much. Have you got any Netflix news, Nick? I'm pretty light on news. Yeah? I, I have watched a couple of things, but um, let's do news first. I'm sure I've, you've got something. You, I've only got a few little tidbits of news. Um, I'm sure you've heard about Netflix reducing the bandwidth. Yeah, and do you reckon you can tell the difference? No. You don't? Because we watched something the other night and I thought it did look a little bit grainy. Do you think? Just, just a slight, not much, but... I don't think it's going to be maybe I'm crazy noticeable. It's still HD. It's sure. still 4K. It's just not as bandwidthy. I don't really understand it, but I've I've not really noticed a difference, personally. It's tough, tough times call for uh, tough bandwidth i don't know is that a thing <laughs> maybe but obviously it is also love is blind has been renewed have you watched any of love is blind no but i kind of think i probably should just to keep my finger on the uh, pop culture pulse i'm surprised you haven't been forced to watch that i'm sure that's probably coming during your isolation period yeah i'm, I'm sure it will be um, <laughs> I, I am actually quite intrigued to to watch it yeah a lot of people at work had been talking about it it's so basically it's 
I don't really understand it myself, but it's people who don't know each other never get to see each other until they get married, as far as I can make out. So the whole the whole thing is to try and fall in love with someone with their by talking and their personality, isn't it? Rather than yeah. looks. Um, I have heard a few people say, you know, it's it does hook you in, even if you're totally against these sort of schlocky reality things. So yeah, I'm sure it's just a matter of time before we give it a go. I'm sure it is. It's been renewed for two seasons, so there's going to be at least three seasons of it to watch. Wow. Um, my next bit of news is Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I know you're a fan. Nice. Season six is hitting Netflix this Saturday, so by the time this episode comes out, it will be there. That's so great to watch season six of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. That's a, it's a really good time to, uh, like you say, catch up yeah. on the great, great show to binge watch. Definitely. I haven't seen season six yet, so I'm quite excited about watching that. Excellent. I'm looking forward to it. That's really it for news. I'll go with one more then. Go on. Because uh, do you know what is coming to Netflix on the 1st of April? Talking of great sitcoms. Go on. Community. Oh, is it really? Yes. Oh, that's exciting. All six seasons. Wow. Uh, so I will definitely be doing a rewatch of that because it's been a few years and it is a great show. I've never watched it from the start. I would definitely give that a go then. That would give me something to do. I would thoroughly recommend it, as I have said before. But uh, yeah, if if you've got Netflix, go. You know, in the UK, it's a great chance to see it. As a, it was a kind of a difficult show to get over here. Um, yeah, but go for it. Fill your boots. I will definitely do that. Have you have you seen anything or heard anything of Tiger King? Uh, I have heard <laughs> a bit about it. Yes. Yeah, but uh, it's next on my list to to watch, and I've not seen it yet. But it does sound batshit crazy. It's this year's uh, Fire Festival, isn't it? Yeah, I think it is. I think is it the same people who made it. Uh, yeah, I think it's the same producers. I think it's the same producers, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I'm going to be watching that next. So if anybody's seen that, let me know what they think, and we'll have a chat about it. Yes, I would. I would definitely try and do that. Cool. What have you been? What have you been watching then at the top of the stream? Uh, we've okay. So I've watched a couple of uh, random things. Um, I've just finished watching a BBC drama from a couple of years ago. All um, right, Doctor Foster. Oh yeah, with. Uh, thingy in it yeah thingy yeah <laughs> what's her name that's really uh, saran jones that's her yeah it was good yeah i've never seen it i didn't even know it was on there it uh petered out a bit towards the end but it was uh it's only like 10 episodes but um yeah it was pretty i would compare it to like you know when you get one of these trashy pulpy summer novels yeah that sort of thing but on tv excellent <laughs> but, but it was good yeah, it was good it was good cool and then the other thing i've watched two or three of is um i've dipped my toe into anime all right which i don't i haven't really done much of uh, and i watched the first few episodes of castlevania oh right okay i really really enjoyed it yeah the uh the first episode is awesome oh wow absolutely awesome they're only like 20 minutes um but yeah i'm definitely gonna carry on carry on watching them uh really really good so based on the game which i know nothing about either but uh, <laughs> but I like I'm quite into like the Dracula gothic stuff. Uh, yeah. It's really good. Cool. I'll check that out. I'll add that onto my list as well. I'm gonna Netflix. I'm gonna complete Netflix during this quarantine period. <laughs> That's a good <laughs> challenge. <laughs> um, How about you? I watched a film the other night, and it was called Girl on the Third Floor. Okay. Yeah, I've heard of that. Don't watch it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's awful. <laughs> it's really really bad. Why? It's just. The first half of it is really boring because you're just watching CM Punk renovate a house. And then the second part of it, I'm not kidding you, is as crazy or almost as crazy as a wait for instructions. 
You're not putting me off. <laughs> I should be. Somebody asked me earlier what to describe it, and I said it's like a cross between I am the pretty thing that lives in the house and await further instructions. Okay. Because it's a crazy, ghostly film, and it's weird. Don't watch it. CM Punk is not a good actor. I don't know what makes wrestlers think they can act. Uh, well, look at The Rock. He's he's done all right. <laughs> <laughs> he's the exception that proves the rule, I think. Um, I, yeah, you've not you've not dissuaded me, to be honest. Uh, give, give it a watch, then, and see what you think. <laughs> okay. On your head, be it. Fine. Um, also, I want to quickly mention Better Call Saul. Yep. Which is still going. It's about six episodes into this season, I think. Now, it's, the episodes are coming out weekly, which is weird for Netflix, but that's what they decided to do with it. I think it's been their best season so far. Awesome. I love that and show. I really love it. And normally with Better Call Saul, it's one of those shows that I don't look forward to watching, but then I enjoy when I'm watching it. Yeah. This I, week, I'm, this season, I'm kind of like waiting for the episode to come. Oh, that's a good recommendation. Because, yeah, I, I would fall into the same camp. I really have to sort of almost psych myself up to watch it. Yeah. But then but I really enjoy it when you are watching it. Yeah, I can't get enough mm. of it once we once you actually get round to press, pressing play. I'm not getting that this season. I'm I'm really enjoying this season. Awesome. I think that's it. I've, I'm sure over the next few weeks I'll be watching a lot more, but that's currently all I've been watching. I've got a Disney Plus. Have you got that, now? that Yeah. Cool. I might have to nick your login for that. That's, uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll talk about our fair. Pretty good? Um, so uh, far? Yeah. We to, like watched our movie, um, but yeah, this, this seems pretty good. Good, good. It's, you know, got it, got it for the launch price, so pretty good value. $49.99 for the year. That is good value, to be fair, for the amount of stuff that's on there. Yeah. And more stuff that's coming as well. That is good value. Yeah, I, th- I thought so. So, um, yeah, well, I'll, I'll let you know in the next few weeks how we get on with it. Cool. Excellent news. But, again, very fortuitous timing for them, for all these... Oh, uh, but it could not have landed better for them, could it? All these children to be uh, off school. The conspiracy theorists must be going crazy. I, I know. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, it is pretty uh, pretty coincidental. Yeah, it's a bit weird. Anything else? Uh, I think that's it for uh, what we have watched. Yeah, me too. Uh, I do have a game. You've got a game? Yeah, to kick In the season three premiere episode, we have a game. Sure do. Socially distanced game. Let's do it. Um, I've got, I don't know which name to go with though. Okay. I've got like a more, (laughs) less risque name and then a more not safe for work name. Um, go for the not safe for work name. Always. I can't. I don't know if I can. Tinkerbell's looking right at me. <laughs> so, so we're talking this week about a movie called Take Me. Yes. Um, which is a kidnap movie. Yep. The game we're going to play is kind of a sequel, actually. Do you remember when we did um, the Man Who Killed Hitler and then the Bigfoot? We played I do. war film or war film. <laughs> yeah, I remember vividly. Well, well, we're do- we're doing that game, but instead we're doing it with kidnap movies. Okay. Uh, and I've called it Cash or Gash. Oh dear. Oh dear. <laughs> okay, let's play Cash or Gash. So, What's the I'll, concept? I'll give you five movies yeah. uh, and you have to tell me, is it a kidnap movie, Cash, or is it an erotic thriller? The other okay. word. <laughs> gash? Yeah. Okay. Cash or Gash, let's go. My, my, my other name was going to be Lone or Bone. That's slightly worse. <laughs> yeah, I thought so. <laughs> okay, so. Uh, As in porn? No, erotic just, thriller. Just erotic thriller, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Not, not, yeah, like I said last time, this is a classy establishment. Okay. Okay, so the first, the first one is a uh, a movie called Chained. Chained? Ooh, that could go either way. That 
Sure. Kind of the whole point of the game. <laughs> um, <laughs> gash. Uh, you're going with gash. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Not like me, but yeah. Um, unfortunately, you are incorrect. Oh. It is cash. It's a British movie from 2013. Okay. So uh, the synopsis is held captive by a serial killer since the age of eight. A teen must choose between escape or following in his captor's bloody footprints. Ooh, okay. That sounds exciting. So, uh, nil one. Okay, next one. Below her mouth. (laughs) It's her chin? (laughs) Um. It's not like the knee bone's connected to the (laughs) shin bone. Below her mouth? Yeah. That's got to be a gash. That's got to be an erotic thriller. It is, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. Do you want the synopsis? Yes, of course. Yasmin is a successful fashion editor living with her fiancé. On a night out in the city with her best friend, she meets Dallas, a roofer recently out of a relationship. There you go. Sounds quite good. Uh, That is Canadian from 2016. Okay. Okay, one all. Uh, Next one is After Dark, My Sweet. (laughs) Oh, wow. After Dark, My Sweet. Yep. Cash. Correct. Oh, that was a guess. Proper guess. That is from 1991, starring Jason Patrick. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Uh, synopsis is Kevin, an ex-boxer, after escaping from a mental hospital, gets involved with a widow named Faye. Her uncle talks them into helping him kidnap a rich boy for ransom, but things soon turn sour. Ooh, exciting. Right, where are we? 2-1 to you. Right, this could seal it for you. The next one is Chocolate Inspector. <laughs> really? Yeah. There's no way there's a kidnapped film called Chocolate Inspector. That is gash. <laughs> Incorrect. Oh, what? Chocolate Inspector. Chocolate Inspector, also known as Inspector Chocolate, <laughs> is a 1986 Hong Kong crime comedy film. Oh, my goodness. Unlucky. Where, where on earth did you find that? I just Googling. <laughs> to all. Right. Oh, decider. So, comes down to the last film. Can you tell me, is it a kidnap film or a neurotic thriller? The film is Dangerous Sex Date. <laughs> oh, you're trying to double bluff me here. I'm going to go cash. I'm so sorry. That's oh, cash. damn it. I thought you were double bluffing me, but you triple bluffed me. <laughs> it's a uh, an Italian film from 2001 where a uh, a young woman mathematician answers a personal ad for sadomasochistic sex. Oh, obviously. I'm sorry, you've... Uh, damn it, you, I lost. You've lost 2-3. I haven't lost many of your games. I'm quite dev- quite devastated right now. That was tough. Some of those titles could have gone either way. Yeah, they really could. Cool. Thank you for that. I enjoyed that no very problem. much. Shall we uh, move on? Talk about Take Me? Let's do what we're here for. Let's do it. So, Take Me is a film from 2017. It is a 15 and runs at 1 hour and 24 minutes. Currently rated at 6.1 on IMDb. Stars a guy called Pat Healy as a, guy, a character called Ray. He is also the director of this film. He's probably most famous for his role in The Post. Have you heard of The Post? Yeah, it's, uh, is that Tom Hanks? Yeah, a couple of years ago. Tried, tried to get a couple of Oscars, didn't it? But I don't think it succeeded. He's also in a film called Pandemic, which is quite ironic at the moment. But most importantly, he's also in a film called Small Crimes. Who was he in that? Remind me. I've no idea. Okay. <laughs> I haven't written it down. I think he was... Um... 
I think he was the son of the uh, the crime boss. You know, the absolute psychopath. Yeah, he was. I think he was absolutely him. was. Yeah, you're right. It was. It was the best thing in that movie. Yeah, <laughs> Junior. He was called, wasn't he? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. He was. Yeah. So it's the second time he's appeared on our show. Welcome back. Welcome back, Pat Healy. Also directed this film. Um, also stars a lady called Taylor Schilling, who you will know from Orange is the New Black. Uh, probably nothing else. There's few. She's been in a few other things, but mostly people will know her from Orange is the New Black, I think. Definitely a Netflix favourite. Yeah, definitely. Uh, the film was written by a guy called Mike Makowski, who we have also come across before. He's the, uh, he's the green one from Monsters, Inc. <laughs> that's the one. That's the guy. Um, he also wrote I Think We're Alone Now. Really? Yeah which we reviewed back in season one. I'm suddenly starting to feel a bit cramped in the stream. (laughs) Prepare to be more more cramped because this film is produced by the Duplass brothers. Really? Also come across before. Um, Mark Duplass was in The Lazarus Effect. He was, yeah. Which was also in season one. So, yeah, this film's full of uh, bottom of the stream alumni. Small world. Do you have a one-word review of Take Me? Give me a second. (laughs) Take all the time in the world. We've certainly got it. Slappy. <laughs> Slappy. Yep, I'd, I'm fine with that. You can have that. To slap or not to slap is a very important question in this movie. It really is. It's probably the most important question in this movie. Sure. So where do we start? Uh, in a bank. We do, indeed. <laughs> the Human Torch was denied a bank loan. No, that's Anchorman. <laughs> uh, Ray Mooney is trying to get a bank loan. Correct. And he's turned up at this bank in an absolutely horrendous wig. I've just realised that really sounds like Wayne Rooney. <laughs> <laughs> and I hadn't clocked all I the way through I hadn't at all, but you're absolutely right. And now, I'm gonna, and now I'm going to be picturing the English footballer all the way through this. With a terrible wig on. Yeah. It is an awful wig. Yeah. He wears it all the way through. It is a wig. But it's, it's, a, plot, it's a plot point. It's a plot point, it? but yeah. it is awful. He goes kind of interspersed with these scenes of him asking this for this bank loan. We see him kidnapping a guy and he's kind of getting ready and putting his mask on and buying some rope and things, isn't he? Yeah, and he's got a guy down in a basement somewhere, basically, tied yeah, up we to see a him, chair. Yeah, we see him kidnap this guy from outside a bar and then he's got this guy tied up to a chair, as you said, and he's force-feeding him burgers. Yeah, just cheeseburger after cheeseburger. Yeah, I think he said 12. He's a larger set gentleman, yeah, let's be a, fair. He's a big fat man. <laughs> but after eight hours, the Ray kind of just stops and lets him go. And it turns out it was all planned. It was all to put him off burgers, basically. Yeah. So like you say, this is intercut with the scene in the bank where he's explaining to the um, the uh, loan person. I don't know what that <laughs> job's called. Uh, the bank assistant. Yeah. That uh, he's looking for a, a loan for his small business, which yeah. is to stage simulated kidnappings. Yeah, that's what he does. Now, it took me a while to put two and two together, but yeah. this did then remind me, once I remembered where I'd seen it before, of another Netflix show. Okay. So, do you remember The Dark Tourist? Yeah. So, there's an episode of that where uh, the guy who presents that show goes and has this done, basically. That's true, he does. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd forgotten all about that. So, he goes and he is kidnapped and sort of tortured for yeah. a night. And so, this is... There are real businesses out there like this. Yeah. I'm not saying you'll be like tripping over them, but they're there. <laughs> they are there if you need them. Basically, he gets turned down for this bank loan, doesn't he? Because the lady doesn't really understand the concept of his business. 
Yeah. And also something appears to have happened in Atlantic City previously. Yeah, but, so uh, he, he's got something... She's got some history. ...that reflects badly on his credit or whatever, yeah. Yeah. So, and basically he ends up storming out of the application room and doesn't get the money that he was after. Yeah, and uh, but this it's, it's sort of shows its first hand of... Uh, a bit of sort of screwball comedy, doesn't it? Because he, he then sort of comes back in and gives her his business cards, you know, just yeah. in case you, you'll ever need to be kidnapped. <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's a like a, this is, would you say this is a comedy? I would say it is. Yeah, I think so. I would say I think, it's, I, I think it's kind of screwball comedy type thing. Yeah, uh, the parts of it, are, parts of it go for slapstick, part of it, a really dark comedy. So yeah, I would, I'd say as a genre, I'd class it as a comedy film. His, his tongue is in its cheek, isn't it? Very much so, yeah. You know, it 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 reminded me a bit of it's got a bit of like matchstick man, a bit of it wants to be like Fargo. It's yeah. it's it's all that sort of stuff. You can see yeah. its influences, I think. Yeah, definitely. Just after that, we get to meet his extended family, I guess. So he goes to visit his sister. Sure, it's and his niece's. So it's Ray's niece's birthday party. Yeah, so he's got she's got a couple of kids and. They they can't they're not estranged, but they don't seem to get along. Whether she doesn't agree with what he does, I don't know. But she sort of says to him, doesn't she? Oh, well, glad you turned up to this one. Yeah, I think he's away a lot. Doesn't really get involved with the family side of things enough. And I think she's a bit resentful of that. Just after that, he's back in his kind of he's got like a home office, and he gets a phone call, and this is Anna, who is Taylor Schilling's character, and she explains that she's got a fantasy that she wants to disappear. Yeah, but eight hours isn't enough for her. Yeah, she wants to go for the whole weekend. Yeah. And for that, she, she's she been on his website and checked out his tariff, and she's, she offers him $5,000. Yeah, and he's sort of, his gob is smacked. Yes, he is ecstatic at <laughs> this news. He's very much up for it. Uh, this guy hasn't got any money. I think we find that out later on, don't we? Yeah. But there's a caveat. She says that to do this, she wants to be slapped, which is something he doesn't do. He's adamant that that's not a thing that he does. And eventually they kind of lose touch with they she hangs up doesn't she yeah basically she's like if you're not meeting my conditions then we're not doing this not interested which freaks him out because he really wants this money (laughs) so he calls her straight back and he agrees to do it i guess yeah he's desperate isn't he yeah very much so and he's prepared to do anything for this five grand he checks his pretty much after straight after the conversation he checks his bank account and the two and a half grand is already in there yeah he's actually got two thousand five hundred and seven dollars so yeah i didn't i didn't get the seven (laughs) I think he'd got $7 in his bank. Oh, of course. So <laughs> and, uh, I'm being stupid. Yeah, that's to sh- I think that was to show you how little amount of money he'd actually got. So he starts to check her out and he follows her around for a little bit. He's kind of outside her house. He follows her, follows her to work a little bit just to kind of get the feel of who she is and what he can do for her, I guess. Yeah, and then he's, he's back in his office shortly after. Yeah. And she calls again. Yeah. And she says to Ray, Anna says to Ray, were you at my work? Yeah. Were you sitting outside my house? Yeah, she's kind of spotted him twice and she tells I, him to be more careful. She says you need to up your game, basically, because yeah. I'm paying a lot of money and you're not measuring up so far. <laughs> yeah, so cut from that, we're straight into the kidnapping scene, I guess, because he goes straight for it and he carjacks her, doesn't he? He gets. He does. She's kind of waiting at some traffic lights or something and he gets in the passenger seat of her car with a gun. And he cable ties the hands to the to her hands to the wheel of the car, the, not the, the wheel first... of the car, the steering wheel of the car. <laughs> you don't want your hands cable tied to a wheel of a car. No, no, that would not end well. <laughs> the first thing she says to him when he 
gets into the car is, are you wearing a wig? Yes, because he clearly is. It's a terrible wig. It's like flopping around there, flaccid fringe all over the place. (laughs) So he drives her off to this like nondescript location to start with and she suddenly has a screaming fit in the car. She properly screams at the top of her voice. And I've written here, I think I see the twist. Now, there's two twists in this. So I've definitely spotted the first one. But we'll go into them from here on in, I guess. Yeah, I, I, I know what you're saying. And, and I don't think they were trying to hide the first twist. They they wanted that seed of doubt straight away. Yeah. As, as soon as he's made the kidnap, that, you know, is this woman aware of what? Yeah, what maybe is she happening? isn't fully aware of what's going on. Sure. So eventually he forces her into the boot of the car because she's being too noisy, which she's quite reluctant to do, but she does get in eventually. She's terrified. Or yeah. she's a very good actress. Yes, either or, one of the two. They, it gets her back to his house and she tries to escape. They have a bit of a scuffle straight off, don't they? But he yep. eventually ends up tying her up in the basement. She, she So they get home and uh, he, so she goes to the bathroom, obviously, to uh, relieve herself. And he's outside. Of course. <laughs> and, then, yeah. and it really made me laugh because she opens the door and throws something at him. <laughs> and I don't know what it was. Was it like a pot of cream or something? Yeah, something or, like that, wasn't it? Just, cracks him right between the eyes and it just really made me laugh out of nowhere bullseye <laughs> and he eventually he ends up getting her down in the basement and he he gags her and he, he kind of turns the lights off and leaves her for the night we're already at the end of day one yeah you you the only bit we'll probably we've not mentioned is that you get when he's planning it don't you you get a so he's got a playbook basically oh, of course yeah. and he says oh I'm, I'm bringing out an old classic and it's basically business um uh business kidnap you know my and he's playing a a kidnapper whose boss wants wants him to get hold of this important business file. Yeah. Um. Hence, hence why he's after her, and and that's that's basically the scenario that he's set up. Yeah, the game that he's going to play. So he's he's demanding this this folder from her. <laughs> that's the role play situation. Yeah. That, yeah. Because it's all an act, or as far as he's concerned, it's all an act. The next morning, he goes back down. He's brought breakfast randomly he's managed to buy chicken wings or chicken fingers it's an odd breakfast yeah it's an odd choice for breakfast but uh, it's what he went with and he kind of try he attempt he goes to feed them to her but she uh, she's reluctant and eventually he ends up chucking them at the wall and she's she is literally at this point begging to go home yeah she's not happy no she's re- really layering it on yeah and this is the point where he reveals that he wants to he wants her to give up the schwanky file that's right yeah <laughs> Which was the name of the guy who's the, this fake file that he's after in this role-playing situation. And she, she claims to have no idea what he's talking about because she wouldn't have. Um, and she begs him to let her go. And he cannot break her. No, not uh, at all. And to the point where he has to leave uh, uh, Ray, he goes back upstairs and he basically has to give himself a pep talk in, the, in the bathroom mirror. Exactly that. He, that's exactly what he does. He's kind of like geeing himself up, isn't he? Yeah, he's. I think he's starting to sort of realise he might be in the, in a more difficult situation than he uh, he usually is yeah. with his clients. Uh, so he goes back down and they have a bit of an argument and he rears up as if he's going to slap her, which is what they'd agreed to. And eventually he does. She talks him into it, doesn't she? Yeah, uh, he's, he's sort of, he doesn't do it at first and then, she, but she keeps going and she's like poking, she's like poking a bear with a stick yeah. and uh, she just won't, she just keeps going and keeps going, pushing his buttons. And I think, what does she say? Um, oh, she calls him a spineless pussy. <laughs> she and does. Then he, then he slaps her, then and he's... then she she just says, "You hit like a girl." Yeah, and he does not look impressed. Then she says, she tells him at that point that he can have the file, 
which kind of throws him off the game off his game a little bit because obviously yeah. the file doesn't exist and she's like take me to the office and you can have the file and he's like that's definitely not happening i think he says that's definitely not happening yeah she says like i i need to call my assistant and she yeah. can get it ready so again he leaves her and he goes back upstairs to try and get his head because he can't get his head right now what's going on no he's he's been totally thrown for a loop yeah because normally they would play along but she's playing along in all the wrong ways and whilst he's upstairs his uh his sister turns up at his house yeah, so she's turned up with a load of cash because yeah. it turns out his, so his brother-in-law, so his, his sister's uh, husband, has lent Ray some money to yeah. get him, to get him through a, a week or so, uh, and he'd then left a load of cash back in the uh, in the um, post box, letterbox, yeah, letterbox, and uh, she'd found it. She's yeah. like, "What the hell is this for? You've been borrowing money off my husband." So that's <laughs> that's all kicking off, and then in the meantime, they can hear. Anna in the basement. Yeah, so he kind screaming. of screaming. Basically, yeah. So she kind of put he puts the radio on, doesn't he, to try and drown her out. Yeah, that old classic. But it doesn't work, and she's like, "Oh, you've not got one of them at the house at our mum and dad's house," because she obviously knows what he does. Yeah, and now we know that he lives in his mum and dad's old house. Um, so she goes, she heads down to the basement to find out what's going on, and she, she is. Re- I thought that was really funny as, I well, did as well. She she literally she goes down and she's like, "Hello." <laughs> yeah. and then just turns around and goes, goes back so Anna's kind of screaming at her to, to help her and to save her but she just presumes it's all part of the game and I don't I didn't catch the sister's name I don't know what she was I called it, but... I think it was Natalie but she's she's only in like two scenes yeah she's not in it I don't think she's in it again after this maybe towards the end so after that we get our first news report of the season wouldn't be bottom, <laughs> bottom of the stream without a news report being indeed. used for exposition. So because he'd put the the radio on, we have to get a bit of a news report. And it turns out that Anna's been reported missing by her work colleagues. And this kind of goes against... Normally that sort of thing doesn't... Because he only kidnaps people for eight hours. Yeah, it's not long enough for people to It's not long enough worry. to... Re- yeah, but now she's been gone for over a day. He hadn't kind of... Kind of um, what's the factored word? That in. Factored that in. Yeah, it's kind of all kind of spiralling already. More so when the fact that Anna manages to escape... And yeah, so he goes back down to the basement and yeah. she's not in the chair anymore. Yeah, and she kind of turns around and she's on his back straight away and she stabs him. I don't catch what she stabbed him with, but she stabbed him I, in the back. I thought it might have been like a fork, but I don't, I'm not really sure what it was. <laughs> I don't know, but it made... Or a, where she got it from. Made a lot of blood. Um, sure. They have a bit of a tussle and he manages to uh, subdue her and calm her down again. Just as a, a knock appears at his front door. A knock appears? A knock appears. <laughs> How does a knock appear? A knock mysteriously appears. <laughs> Um, somebody knocks on his door. That'll be the one, yeah. <laughs> and it is the cops, because his van has been spotted or something. There was a tenuous reason why the cops had found out. It was something to do with his van. Yeah, the, the t- his van had been seen the day before in around the same place that her car had been. Yeah, and they kind of ask if she, if he knows Anna. And the whole time he's talking to the cops, you see from behind that his back is absolutely pouring blood. On his lovely white t-shirt. And the, ca- the cops don't notice. He plays it off quite well. And eventually he manages to kind of get rid of them a little bit. Yeah, he just stores, doesn't he? He says, oh, yeah, my van's in the shop. Yeah, and he he kind of sets up a guy who works in the mechanics. I don't think yeah. he's real. He just wanted to get the cops to go, um, which they do. He manages to get rid of them. And he goes and patches his back up. He gets some duct tape, doesn't he? He does. And I'm I, just looking at my notes now. I, I This is where I've written at this point. I have absolutely no idea if she's in on this or not. <laughs> no, because now you're kind of getting a double twist aren't you because you think you already know now that she isn't the one who paid for it we don't think she is but now are we getting it where she's still acting so it's the double twist 
I think that's a real credit to Taylor Schilling's performance. Yeah. Uh, I thought she was really good in this movie. And I, I watched this with my wife. Like, it was only last night we watched it. And she actually turned and said, she's a lot better in this than she is in Orange is the New Black. <laughs> she is the worst thing about Orange is the New Black. That, yeah, her character in Piper in Orange is the New Black is really annoying. Yeah. I know a lot of that is by design, but she's like the least interesting character Consider- in the, yeah, considering in she's the, the main shows character. about her. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and he goes, then he goes back down and he says to her, is this all a part of the act? And he asks her if she set this all up. And that's when the kind of the penny drops for him. We've already, we got it a while back, but that's kind of when it happened for him. So he explains to her what's happened. She she basically all the way through is like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah. Why would someone want to get kidnapped? Yeah. And so he kind of thinks, shit, maybe somebody's setting her up. And so he asks if she's got any enemies. She asks if he's got any enemies. And he uh, show, he gets this picture of this lady again. So now there's this lady from Atlantic City. who We don't know who she is at this point. But this is the second or third time this picture's come up. Yeah. And he shows her that and she's like, well, it must be this person. And then, oh, this is the really weird bit. So she tries to leave at this point. Because she's not tied up now. They're both just sitting in his office. So so basically, yeah, he's they've had this uh, conversation in the basement. They've They've both sort of honest with each other yeah maybe but you know this is the situation this is what he's doing with this company she's saying i have nothing to do with it i didn't pay for it so it cuts to them sitting in his kitchen basically just trying to trying to work out what the hell's going on yeah so but she goes to leave she asks where her car is and he says it's in the garage so she goes to the garage but he's got her keys yeah so (laughs) So she comes back in and he's like, I can't let you leave because you're going to go to the cops and I haven't done anything. As far as he's concerned, he hasn't done anything wrong. Sure. And um, so they're kind of at the front door now and she's, she gets the gun and she, she points the gun at him and he says, it's not a real gun. It's obviously not a real gun. I'm not a real kidnapper. It's a pellet gun. Yeah. <laughs> so she's like, fuck this. And she shoots him with these pellets and it's, it's gone. It goes really slapstick. It's really funny. Um, and then he gets the car key. Wait, she she shoots him with the pellet gun a couple of times, right in the nads, uh, <laughs> and then uh, and then she thrusts an umbrella at him. Yeah, she does. <laughs> Just while he's on his way down, and then he gets her car key, and he swallows it. So can can we just express this is one of those like keyless keys? Yeah. So. So it's, like it's a great not... big chunk of black metal plastic. Uh, black metal plastic. Black yeah, yeah. Plastic, well, it is. Yeah, metal and plastic. Like the size of your, probably the size of a small phone. <laughs> and, he's, and you then get like a two-minute scene of him trying to swallow this key. It's horrible. <laughs> he's retching. He's like gagging on it. I thought it was really funny. It is really funny. There's a real slapstick five minutes. And so they're still having this conversation. Every time he's like, "What?" He's <laughs> trying to throw it back up. It's like it's horrible. What happens here? Oh, and then the phone rings. On his desk, he's got like a landline phone, and she runs to it and she answers it, and she manages to scream down the phone for help. Um, and then she hits him with the phone, which again was quite slapstick. It was quite funny. yeah. She, she properly winds up and and smashes his head with this phone. <laughs> it's because it's, again, it's a big like old style landline phone, isn't it? Yeah, but then I, I I don't know if I missed something here, but he kind of wakes up, but she's still unconscious. Now, what made her go unconscious? So as as she was following through with the the home run swing with the phone yeah she um she slipped on a polaroid because ah, of course when they were arguing before you said about these pictures so he's got a whole like board of i presume they're like previous clients and stuff 
So that's all fallen on the floor. So yeah. her he- her heel slips on one of the photographs. And that's what so, knocks her out. Yeah, so she falls over yeah, and yeah. smacks her head. So they're both they're both out. <laughs> he wakes up first. Yeah. Um, she's still unconscious and they go on a drive. So they're sitting next to each other in the car. She's still knocked out. Now, is this her car? I'm not sure. If it is, how's he got that key back? I don't even want to know. No, it, it can't have been. It can't have been. <laughs> it can't be. No. No, you're right. It can't be. It must be his. <laughs> and eventually she wakes up and they start having a bit more of a chat, don't they? And she's like, he says to her, I don't think you understand the amount of abuse that I've taken from you. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, I, you are not the victim. Yeah, I am the victim you, here. You kidnapped me. <laughs> What are you? How are you even trying this on? And she punches him whilst yeah. he's driving. Yeah, yeah, she does. So, so he has to pull over and put her back in the boot again, <laughs> or the trunk, whatever your preference is. Yeah, not saying. Um, <laughs> <laughs> when they get, they get, they go into this like cabin. I think, I think was it his grandfather's cabin or somebody's cabin, his father's cabin. Yeah, he says that it's the the family, the family, uh, the family, family cabin. And when they get there, she manages to try and escape from him again, because she manages to hide. She, while he's not looking, she hides behind the car, so he's just she's just not there when he gets out of the car. Uh, but he soon finds her again, and they have a bit of a a bit more of a scuffle, and she manages to dislodge his wig a little yeah, bit it, finally. It, it is properly flapping around. By this <laughs> it point. is, and he manages to he manages to tie up again, and he tries to explain again that he's a good guy. He's just providing the service. They they need to come to some sort of agreement because. They can't keep going the way they're going. So she, he says to her, are you hungry? And she's like, I haven't eaten for 36 hours. Of course, I'm fucking hungry. <laughs> um, so he makes us some soup. Uh, but whilst he's making the soup, he's putting these pills in it. So I presume he was going to kill her. I don't know. He put or, a lot or, of pills in that soup. Or he was just planning to knock her out for the, the second day so he didn't have to deal with it. I'm not sure. Really. I don't know. It, I don't know, because it seems a bit out of character for, for him to actually try and bumper up yeah it really does i don't know there was a lot of pills went in that soup yeah yeah for sure but anyway he he has like a crisis of conscience halfway through it cooking so he just manages to he just throws it away as soon as it's finished and he just makes it some more and this is where you get a bit of a explanation of who he is and what he does so he he says that he started his business in atlantic city with his ex-wife who is the woman in the photograph that we've seen a few times now yeah, that's basically it. He didn't really explain what went wrong. No, they both they both sort of shared a little bit, but not really anything. So that it both it came out that they were both divorced. Yeah, she says about um, her ex husband as well, didn't she? Yeah, but th- there's not there's not a ton of content there. I mean, we haven't really mentioned it, but this is a really short film. Yeah, it is. It's only like eighty four minutes, and that's with credits. Yeah, so y- you're probably looking at like an hour and twenty minutes at the, um, at the most. Yeah, which is really short but it was right it was the right length for this yeah agreed it was punchy wasn't it it was fast moving it was sure it was always something going on there was never any filler there was never any boring scenes and they're, they're kind of developing this like rapport now and they get you can t- tell that they're getting a little bit closer to the point where she says that if he unties her she won't go to the cops yeah if you she says if you let me go i will not mention that you had anything to do with this yeah because she says it's clear that your ex-wife has set this up she's got history she knows the business so it's clear that she's done this. And then, so he unties her. He's... But then, yeah, no, he does. He does, you're right. And you think, oh, right, we've we've come to a conclusion here. But then she still can't resist needling him. Yeah. And and she says, I want to know what what did your ex-wife say to you? What, what happened? Um, and he won't tell her, he won't tell her. And she says, I think it's basically because you're a control freak. Yeah. And I, I, I think you, he said, she said, did you hit her? 
is that why you wouldn't slap me? Yeah. And he basically says, yeah, I did, but it was just once. Yeah. And so they kind of, she kind of starts freaking out a little bit, doesn't she? And she starts, she smashes the place up a bit. Yeah. Just to try and goad him. And she says, I think everything you've said is bullshit. And he grabs her by the throat, which is really out of character for him because he didn't even want to slap her. And he's proper like strangling her at one point. But she's proved that, you know, she, that he's got that in him. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's took a lot to wind him up to that point. But yeah. she's she's sort of nailed his character, hasn't she? Absolutely. Um, and then, so he, he kind of lets go and he apologises, doesn't he? And then she kind of hits him with this fireplace poker. Yeah. And knocks him out. And when he wakes up, he's tied up himself now. It's, the roles have reversed. And she's got him at gunpoint. She's found this, like, shotgun. Yeah, it was like a <laughs> semi-automatic thing. I don't know where... Did she say where she found it? Uh, presumably just in the cabin somewhere. Because he says to her, that's a real gun. That's not a pellet gun. Yeah. Be careful. <laughs> and this time she puts him in the trunk of the car. He's really adamant that he's not going in. So she shoots at his feet to yep. try and convince him. And he's like, fuck this, I'm going in. He gets in the car. He gets in the boot of the car and she drives off. And we get our first montage of the season. There's a hiding in the boot montage. Yeah, it's, it's, it is, but it's mostly just focused on his face. Yeah, the crack, and you could hear the sliver of light through the um, through the, the car it's, trunk. Yeah, it's more of an audio montage because you can hear different scenarios going on outside. Yeah, like the the noise of the road surface changes and all that sort of thing. Yeah. They eventually they park up and she lets him out and they're on this like rooftop car park. Yeah, and he's like, where are we? Where are we? Is this, are we at the police station? What's going on? And she just says, um, well, she's got her business suit back on now. And she says, you can drop the act now. It's been 48 hours. We're all done. Simulation's yep. over. Yeah, she's like, this is this is uh, the car park of where I work. Yeah. Uh, thanks. Thank you. Yeah, I, had a really, I had a really good weekend. Yeah, she's like, thanks for the... Uh, the service she says i'll offer you some more money for damages just send me a bill because obviously we damaged more than i was intending to and she's she's like really happy with the service i could have done with more slapping um i really enjoyed the strangling yeah <laughs> she's clearly mental and she says her goodbyes basically well she she kind of offers to invest in the business yeah she does Be- because she sort of says you know I, I i work in this sort of advertising i i think i could help you grow this uh you know if you want an investor, hit me up. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. And she just walks off and that's the end of the, the simulation and all, pretty much almost the end of the film. So Ray leaves at that point. He kind of just walks home. He looks all like shell-shocked because as far as he was concerned, she she wasn't the person who had paid him. He, yeah. It hadn't even crossed his mind that she was double bluffing him. And as he's walking home, he walks past the fast food restaurant and the fat guy who he was dealing with at the beginning sitting there. So he kind of stares at him for a little bit and the waitress brings out a salad. Yeah. So his business works. And and they both just sort of smile at each other. Uh there you go. Yeah, that's the end of your film. So he yeah, he he has helped that, that fat guy sort of move on. Turn his life around. Yeah. What did you think? Uh it was not at all what I was expecting. No, not me. Um it was a lot more subtle than I was expecting. <laughs> um because we don't see many subtle films. No, that's true. Uh, on this podcast. <laughs> Uh, and I was not expecting like a screwball comedy, it, and it almost was. It had elements of like you say slapstick and uh, farce, really. Yeah, you could almost see this being a play. Yeah, two man show. Like, yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah, I, I I thought it was good. I enjoyed it. It had a, a really weird charm about it. I thought. There was, yeah, there was just something something about it that made you think. I think there's there's two twists in this film, 
Um, the first one's obvious. The second one's not so obvious, but you kind of do see it coming. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But I think the fact that the second twist is there is really, it gives that film that extra bit of gravitas to it, a bit of oomph. I quite, I, I enjoyed it. There was yeah, points where I was like, I'm not, this isn't really getting me. But I got over it. And like you say, it's only on for like just over an hour and 10 minutes, probably altogether. Yeah, some of the exchanges between uh, the, the two leads have are, are really funny. Yeah. But like I say, the, the, the slapstick slash key swallowing bit I thought was really funny and like I said I think Taylor Schilling is really good and the fact that the second twist is that there was no twist all along <laughs> yeah uh, just yeah that was I liked that and it just showed she was a great actress like the character Anna was a great actress <laughs> yeah <laughs> she really was yeah it was fun it was fun, it was fun. Yeah. I was pleasantly surprised it's not a it's nothing groundbreaking it's, it's not like stunning but it was you know it's it was cool. Yeah, it's a good way to start the season. Yeah, solid. That's what I'd say. Yeah, solid. I'll tell you what, it's going straight to the top of the stream table. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> what, what more can you say? I was Obviously for the next... I was going to put it straight next, at the bottom. Fair enough, we'll do okay. both. <laughs> Obviously for the next few weeks, the stream table is going to be quite easy, but until we get used to it, when it starts bedding in is when it gets interesting. So uh, are we going to continue with our trivia game i think we should because you beat me in the last season and i wouldn't try and get that back i'm uh, i'm happy to try and defend my crown <laughs> okay so have you got a question uh, i do yeah do you want to go first sure so uh can you tell me the make of anna's car which she drives around in quite a lot in the first 15 minutes and uh, is then kidnapped from um between two okay. i think it was a bmw what was your other option? An Audi. Oh, you'd have been wrong on both counts. Oh, damn it. Uh, it was Mercedes. Ah, uh, I should have known Good that. go. Good good effort. That's, good effort. That's really bad. Okay. Um, which one? I've got two. Which one shall I do? This one. Right at the beginning of the film, the Ray is trying to stop this guy eating too many burgers from a particular fast food joint. Do you know the name of the fast food restaurant? Um, I did not pick that up, so I'm going to be guessing. Okay. I am going to go... For Wendy's. No. Damn it. Close. It was Baxby's. Do you want to know my other question? Yeah, go for it. When he kidnapped that same guy, he did it outside a bar. Do you know the name of the bar? No. <laughs> Didn't get that. What was it? Shooters. Ah. No, I did see. Now you mention it. Yeah, I did see The that. two O's were shot glasses and it looked like it said shitters. <laughs> That's a whole different uh, <laughs> clientele. Right. So, yeah, take me. Top of the stream table, bottom of the stream table, and a half decent film to start the season on, I reckon. Zero, zero in the quiz. There you go. What more can you want? <laughs> well, welcome to season three. Pretty much all that leaves us to do now. We've kind of shot, flew through this episode. This will be the shortest one we've done in a while. I think, I think it's because it was a short film. Yeah, it was. And until we get used to like not being in front of each other, it's going to be a bit weird as well, I guess. I, yeah, I, I just, will, uh, I really hope this comes across and it sounds okay as well. We'll, we'll yeah, see. Yeah, me too. Um, Please bear with us for a few weeks while we get it's something we've never done before. So uh, while we get used to what's going on. We'll, the audio quality might be a bit off. But yeah, we hope not, we'll, but um, stick with us, please. Yeah, <laughs> We'll do what we can. We're trying to we'll work try and it. entertain you during these poor times. We're trying to work it out as we go along. Yeah. That just leaves us with next week's film. Now, I had a message earlier on today. Oh, exciting. From one, one of our Patreons. Oh, oh no. <laughs> Mr. Ross Cook emailed me earlier today and he asked me if the wildcards had been reset for season three. And I said, well, yeah, obviously they have. We've all, I've now got a new wild card. You've got a new wild card, which I hope you're going to use better than you did last season. I make no promises. And our, our two Patreons have both also got their wild cards. 
I said that to him, and he went, okay, I want to play mine. One wow, early. I was like, really? In episode two? But he was adamant. So we're not randomising a film this week. We are going to watch a film that Ross Cook has picked for us. Okay. Well, last season, Ross Cook picked Animal World, which was fantastic. So uh, you've got a lot to live up to, mate. I couldn't agree more. Um, last season, you picked a sci-fi film. I did, yeah. Ross has picked a sci-fi film. Oh, okay. So he's taken a gamble because we don't have a good history with sci-fi films. Um, he's picked a film called Ark. Okay. Which is spelled A-R-Q. I remember adding this to the list. You added this to the list, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. I can't remember what it's about. <laughs> Do you want to know the synopsis? Yes, please. Um, It says, trapped in a lab and stuck in a time loop, a disorientated couple fend off masked raiders while harbouring a new energy source that could save humanity. I mean... Ross has chosen a film, a sci-fi film about people in a time loop. Okay. Um, (laughs) This is going to go... I I feel this will go one of two ways. Kind of sounds like a cool premise. This film will also give us a second person into the club of the third time on the stream table. Oh, who we got? Robbie Amell. Oh, excellent. So that'll be the third time we've dealt with Robbie ML. So yeah, go out and watch Ark. He was in something we watched the other day. Was as he? Well, yeah, The Duff. Oh yeah, I've he heard was in that. that. It was it was quite funny actually for a rom-com, teen rom-com. It was yeah, enjoyed it. He's good. He's funny. Excellent. Okay. So go out next week or oh, this week or don't go out. Go and watch <laughs> go and watch Definitely Ark. stay in. <laughs> stay at home. Don't go anywhere. Stay at home and watch Ark. And we'll be back next week and we will talk about it with you. Cheers. Bye.